been a long time. Are we? Are we? Are we trying to do a? Um, I don't know what an opener would even be for this. Um, I think the only responsible thing to do is share the CDC's guidelines on what to do, and as a doctor, to give your opinion on what is the worst thing that you could do right now. I think the worst and by, thing, and we should give some people some background. We're it's March twenty first. We're recording <laughs> at the, the beginning of the U.S. outbreak of uh, the coronavirus. And Neil, a doctor, <laughs> is giving medical advice on the worst thing to do. Okay, no, I first I have to legally preface that by saying this is not medical advice. Do not listen to anything <laughs> I'm about to say. This is a recording for entertainment purposes only, and do not does not reflect my views or the views of my employer. Are you sure you're not a lawyer? Are you sure you're a doctor? They're basically the same thing. No. <laughs> The worst thing you could absolutely do is go to your local grocery store, lick all the produce, and then cough on the clerk. I think that's probably the worst thing you could do. Okay. Or just, just like go to a club. Well, right now, it would be the safest time to go to a club, right? Oh my god, you're right. There There's would no probably there. be no line. There's probably like no cover. <laughs> There's no one there. This is, it has been a very long time since we've recorded. Life has gotten in the way, and as much as our loyal audience has needed our podcast, we have not needed to do it. <laughs> in fact, it took a major global catastrophe for us to have the time to do it. And actually, the first few weeks of this catastrophe, we're still too busy to be able to do it. So, And we're not talking about cats. Yeah. Another catastrophe. That's a bit of a dated joke right there. I don't know. When did that come out? <laughs> like Christmas. Oh, what time? What day is it? It's been very busy. Well, uh, yeah, so Neil is um, recording from the East Coast. Oh, yeah, I'm Neil. I'm one of your hosts. And I'm Tom, also a host. Tom is recording from the West Coast. Yeah, I'm recording from San Francisco, and apologies um, if you hear a, a bone saw or a car driving down a hill. I'm on the streets of San Francisco. Uh, About six home, feet away from everyone. <laughs> six feet away. Uh, my apartment has been quarantined. Uh, I'm not allowed back in. I'm not really sure that's how that works, but... Uh, <laughs> But I'm recording from the sidewalk of San Francisco. Nice. And that's actually, go, that's within, view. you're allowed to go for walks, you're allowed to uh, go for runs. They actually encourage it, even in the shelter in place, because otherwise people are going to go insane. Yeah. Yeah, I've, we've already been one, basically one week. I mean, our office closed a week ago. Um, we've got at least two more weeks, but I would not be surprised if that's extended this will be fun looking back in like six months <laughs> seeing how little that, we know <laughs> my prediction is that this is going to go on a lot longer right now the longest projections are 18 months but i don't think it's going to be anywhere close to that right i think at least a few months okay but this is a lot more serious than our usual pre-episode banter 
If you, so let me ask you a question. If you were a virus, what virus would you be? Ooh. Um, I would, I think the bird flu is a pretty good one. Okay. You get to infect chickens. There's a lot of chickens out there. You get to kill a lot of people. It's very <laughs> highly fatal. <laughs> 60% chance of mortality. Mm-hmm. Um, so as far as all the various flus, I think that's the, that's definitely top tier flu. That's a top tier flu. Okay. How about you? Um, what virus would I be? I'd, I'd probably be, um, be rhinovirus. <laughs> what? Cause, what? uh, I think that's a very underrated Spider-Man villain. Oh, wait, rhino virus? Well, Paul Giamatti. Oh. Wow. I forgot so what's, I was part of that. What's the movie. episode today on? Well, uh, as a, just to remind our listeners, every episode covers a series. We considered doing uh, Tame Impala. In Which will definitely recent... be coming up soon because they just came out with a new album and it's yeah. great. Uh, but instead, we decided to do. Uh, pandemics and epidemics of history. Hmm. A pretty fun topic. It is. Um, we there are so many that we cannot do all of them. There's... Let's start from the first one. The Let's first go back one. to 900 BC. No. Oh, way before that. Um, um, what's the first? So what? What are the? What's the first one you want to cover? Okay, so I spent some time before. There's a great Wikipedia article list of epidemics. It gives you a bunch of different epidemics. It gives you how many people died, where it was located, what the disease was. Um, so it's very interesting. Um, I think we can. I think we can start. What do you think? Like, given that this is like a um, flu-like epidemic, we could start mm-hmm. with those types of viral pandemics. Sure. Maybe. Or do you want to go? Do you want to go chronologic? Like earliest to latest. Nah, nah. Let's go. All right. <laughs> nah. All right. Let's so, go viral what's the to first bacteria. one you want to talk about? Okay, so we already covered the current outbreak. Um, I think we can review some of the more recent ones. Okay. We'll in go reverse opinion, chronologic. In my opinion, looking at the list of pandemics, these really pale in comparison to the historical scale. I'm talking about SARS, I'm talking about swine flu. Um, they're kind of pretty lame, honestly. Sure. So there was a there was one. So if we're going reverse chronological from 2020, there was uh, an Ebola outbreak also in 2014. Um, yeah, which is definitely a scarier thing. Yeah, right? like you start bleeding everywhere. You can catch it. It's very contagious, right? Like if you yeah, and the one in twenty fourteen was like amongst the deadliest Ebola outbreaks. It was five times more deadly than other Ebola outbreaks. Wow. But Ebola is like, it's more of a, a known quantity, and people in America, I think, are less scared of it, even right. though the U.S. was one of the locations that like the outbreak technically was in. Yeah, yeah, people flying from like Africa mm-hmm. and stuff. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I mean, it's good that this is not an Ebola pandemic, but also, like, that doesn't spread as fast as no, the yeah, flu. this spreads a lot faster. Yeah, the one yeah. right before that was um, what was it? The Middle East Respiratory Syndrome. MERS. Oh, that's actually a good one too. Yeah, because well, so that was one. yeah, that's 2012. That has that's another coronavirus, but it has a much higher mortality than this one. It was like right. 35%, but it didn't spread as much person to person. Well, and that the reason is, right, like there's like a perfect storm of how contagious and how deadly mm-hmm. a virus is or whatever. Like if yeah. it's too, uh, too deadly, it'll kill people before they can spread it to enough people. Mm-hmm. Okay, MERS. Did that come from like an animal? Um, I don't know. Okay, I know how do you came... feel? How do you feel about uh, these wet markets? Are you are you in favor of them? Are you in favor of like uh, keeping these bats and pangolins and civets? It's a fill me in. I know this this current <laughs> outbreak is coming from like a bat transmission or something like that, right? Yeah. So, in and I think. SARS also came from the similar source. So SARS these, was another coronavirus. Yeah, so there are these markets in China, I think of like a giant butcher, but instead of like just like beef or pork or chicken, there's all sorts of exotic animals and fish and reptiles. What's um, the strangest thing you've ever eaten? Um I mean, I've eaten bugs. I've eaten, like, crickets. That's not that bad. Um, we should have Chris phone in so someone can say they ate ass. <laughs> I'll edit that out. <laughs> um, I've always wanted to try... Oh, I've had crocodile or alligator or something. Oh, yeah? Tastes like chicken. Um, Pietro had python. Really? Mm-hmm. That's definitely how you get... <laughs> you, you turn into a reptile or something. What about Rocky Mountain oysters? I don't think I've ever had that. They're also known as bull testicles. Ah. That'll be nice. Pietro can finally have some testicles. <laughs> we love you, Pietro. We hope you're doing okay. Yeah. Um, anyways, these markets are the source of these things. And I don't know. You know, it's a. Uh, not sure how I feel about them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's kind of like a poor man's zoo, but you also get it's a poor man's it's, zoo plus like butcher all in one. It's like if you go to the one. zoo, if you go to the zoo and you're like, ah, I want to eat that beluga. Yeah. Like that. Right, and it's also a diseased beluga. Yeah. And will probably transmit that disease to you. Or like a dolphin. But yeah. the, the dolphin probably has a disease because dolphins are, as you, as we all know, are actually rapists. STDs. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, STIs. <laughs> people, I'm not sure when that keep... transition ha- happened, but uh, that happened a while ago. Happened. That happened during um, like early 2010s, I'd say. What was the point of that? It's it's the nomenclature: disease versus infection. 
it, there's no point. <laughs> uh, okay, so getting back to MERS. Yes. MERS. And SARS. Let's just group them together. Yeah. Dif- so they're about 10 both years coronaviruses, apart. Both coronaviruses. Both cause um, respiratory mm-hmm. issues that are very severe. Um, but only one inspired the other pandemic that I want to make sure we talk about, which is the board the game board pandemic. Game. If we're so, doing an episode on things that are pandemics, we have to include pandemic. Have you ever played pandemic? No. It sounds so fun, it's, it's a It's like a fun, I think, four-person game. It's okay. cooperative. It's um, it's not like you're playing against each other. You right. sh- there's four people. There's four different virus strains. And you start in CDC headquarters in Atlanta. The board is Ooh. a map. And at the start, nine cities around the world have a disease outbreak. Okay. And your goal is basically to... Uh, to stop the to stop the outbreaks from killing everybody. So basic. So it's cooperative, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you just like respond to new developments and stuff. Yeah, you're all like working together to try to get the viral outbreaks under control. And he said he did that because he wanted the game to be like the guy who uh, made it. His name is Matt Leacock. He says he did it because he wanted the game to be about worldwide community cooperation. <laughs> Then meanwhile, you so have they... Trump being like, ah, the China virus. Yeah. Oh, I'm not sure if he took Matt Leacock's lesson to heart. Wow. I mean, just add it up to the list, man. <laughs> not listening to Leacock. Impeachable offenses. Yeah. By the way, this is not a political show. No, it's not. <laughs> I don't think it's political. Though maybe just... in a future episode we could do a series of impeached presidents. <laughs> that actually be a good one. That we missed the boat. One. We missed the boat on that one. Yeah, every, I mean, we missed the boat just in the sense that the national the conversation on... is not about impeachment right now. <laughs> we missed the last six months of everything. God, we missed so many things. We could have talked about Star Wars. Oh, yeah. We, we, we could do a series that. on franchises that blew the endings oh that's a long that's a be a long episode uh, i was just thinking game of thrones and star wars what else uh law well lost blew like the middle lost yeah. blew a lot of it um what's that one where the everything was a dream oh like the the show from the 80s <laughs> yeah I forget so like one. Dallas or something? Something like that. Where it was all like a, a comatose kid dream yeah. dreamt it. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to do our research before we get into that one. <laughs> this is a very heavily researched show. <laughs> um okay, so anything else about SARS, MERS? Um SARS So MERS was okay, going into my memory of it, I don't remember it at all. It was 2012. It was? Yeah. I was just, like, not reading the news at all at that point, apparently. Did you know about it? Um, I think we knew about it just because of, like, global health stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, SARS was definitely scary. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. I don't really remember much about it. 
that was 2002. Yeah. We were really young. It's so it's it's more like a vague memory than right. anything else, but people were really afraid of the concept of getting it, but no one no one really got it very much. Yeah. There were like 8,000 cases, it killed 700 people or so. And it was over <laughs> in about 6 months. That's not bad. Yeah. You know yeah, what I grouped see. in my in my head? I grouped that with the anthrax scare that was going around at that time, but obviously completely different things. Yeah, but that only killed like two, like a, a handful, right? Yeah, and that was just some jerk off mailing anthrax. <laughs> <laughs> that it's person like that... made a bigger impact than you or I ever will, though. That's true. Unless they're still talking about it viral. twenty years later. That's true. That's true. And they're talking about the idiots who are talking about the coronavirus. <laughs> well, to be fair, we'd just be a few idiots among many, many idiots. That's true. Uh, People love talking out their ass about this thing. Oh, by the way, we forgot about the swine flu. Oh, yeah, the swine flu. Tell uh, me about it. Wow, a lot, of people, a lot more people died than I thought. So, 100... Anywhere between 150 and 700, I mean, uh, 575,000 died. Wow. That was H1N1, um, right? H1N1. I think it was, I remember this. It was, it was rumored to be spread from, like, domestic pigs. Mm-hmm. I think that was just a rumor. Um, I don't think that there was, I don't think, I don't know if that was the actual source, but I remember... All over the world, people were killing their pigs because, like farmers, right? They, they had like a huge herd of pigs. Uh-huh. They would just kill them all because they were afraid pigs, of contracting it. Are pigs in herds? There's a swine herd. That's like a that's like a instead of a shepherd, there's a swine herd. But I don't know. What's the name for a group of pigs though? Like it, like a, what? Uh, the, what's the equivalent of a murder of crows for pigs? Uh, I feel like it would be a slop of pigs or something like That's that. That's a good one. Let's see. Oh, here we go. A group. Okay, a group of young pigs is called a drift, a drove, or a litter. That makes sense. A litter. I like uh-huh. that. A drift. A group of older pigs are called a sounder or a swine. Or cops. Swine. Oh. Oh god, my humor is so dated right now. <laughs> um, yeah, so swine flu. My memory of that is, um, in high school, I was supposed to, I I went on a community service trip to Peru during the outbreak of swine flu, summer I guess two thousand nine, mm-hmm. and um, everything was I think it was pretty bad in South America. We went anyway, and everything was closed, so all of the community service stuff we were supposed to do was canceled. So you just hung out? So it was just a fun vacation to Machu Picchu. Yeah! (laughs) And I still got my community service hours. Nice. That was fun. Yeah. That was the same uh, subtype of flu. Sorry, the Spanish flu in 1918 was also an H1N1 subtype. Yeah, which is weird. Um... That's that's the most common. That's the most common like subtype of flu. Okay, I see. But okay, so jumping to that 
flew. The interesting thing about that, well, A, it killed a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Like at least 10 million up to 50 to 100 million. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess the interesting thing about it is that it killed a lot of younger people mm-hmm. in their 20s and 30s. Yeah, and they think that's because of them having like more robust immune systems. Right. And so their immune system went haywire and attacked itself, basically, right? Um, I, I honestly don't know, but my guess would be the body's response to things like this is inflammation. Um, right. And I think that probably ended up causing some structural damage to the lungs, and that's probably impacted mortality. Right. But that's, that's, again, without actually looking up any of this. I don't know what the mechanism is. And I, think, seemed... I think I'm saying that because that's the theory for um, some of the long-term effects right now of like people who survived coronav- uh, COVID-19. What do you there, mean? Might, there might be like structural problems associated with that. Really? Mm-hmm. Like what? I don't know. Just like damage to the lungs. Oh, just damage to the lungs. And that will cause like longer term breathing it difficulty. Yeah. Wow. Um that's interesting. So it's it's from the inflammation or like autoimmune response that Yeah, I think that's you? that's the theory behind why maybe um uh, hydroxychloroquine, that's the malaria one they're thinking about, right? Mm. Let me see. Yeah, hydroxychloroquine. I think that's they're they're thinking that maybe that would help with some of those effects, but I'm not sure what the status of those trials and stuff is. So that would help ease the body's reaction. Maybe I don't, it's I don't know. <laughs> or it's it's like a theory. a theory. It's a working that's theory. A theory. And when we listen back in real time. in however in like a week probably Few that will have already been disproven. These guys are dummies. Yeah. This is our this is our most topical episode I think we've done, but also we'll see how well it ages. Yeah. Hey. The Black Plague aged like fine wine. The Black Plague. So we get to our <laughs> our 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 bacterial I did illnesses. a lot of reading on the plague today. All right, hit me with it. Hit me with okay. your Okay. All right, the plague, plague, the plague is caused on, by plague, Daddy. Yersinia pestis, mm-hmm. bacteria that originated in Central Europe. Um, that's what they think. Basically, so there, in history, there are three big outbreaks of the plague since, you know, uh, basically since, you know, 0 AD or whatever. Um but obviously in between there's been outbreaks so apparently the first one was in the byzantine empire this is interesting the justinian plague yeah so that was like the first big one that hit europe um and like the mediterranean so i guess a lot so basically it comes from everyone knows this right like it comes from rats who have who are carrying the plague and then the fleas bite the rats and then the fleas bite the people and then the people get the plague. It's the circle of plague. <laughs> uh, I did some 
there's three types of pla- of symptoms or three types of plague you can get. They all seem pretty bad. <laughs> there's no good plague, like lymphoma. There's good lymphoma. <laughs> I don't remember if it's non-Hodgkin's or what, but uh, it's a good lymphoma. Again, please, <laughs> listeners, don't take your medical I'm not a doctor. I'm barely a doctor. Doctors hate him. <laughs> <laughs> Four out of five tend to disagree. <laughs> Uh, okay, so you get the bubonic plague. That's what happens when your lymph nodes get really swollen and can burst from your skin, which is disgusting. Yes, yeah, that's a bubo. A bubo, which is a funny name for a really nasty thing. That's true. I guess it's like a bubble or something. Um, there's... Well, that was, the, that was the second choice for the name, but Tito was already taken. <laughs> now... In most ways you think about that, that would be a horrible plague. But in some ways, that could be a great plague. In what ways could that be a great <laughs> plague? Tetonic plague. Oh Just think God. about it. <laughs> most of the time, it would be horrible. But you could think of a few ways in which that could be good. <laughs> I know that's not how it works. but uh, Anyway. Uh, there's also a septic version. What is it? Sepsis, something so with sepsis. Well, I mean, uh, any any infection can cause sepsis. But this is the one I think where the black death comes from because your hands and your feet turn black, uh, which is pretty nasty. And yeah, so I mean, that's a blood infection, right? Yeah, sepsis is basically you get so much. Um, you get infection in your body. It spreads usually to your blood. That causes um, sort of leakier blood vessels in your body um, mm. because that's part of the immune system's response to an infection is it creates leakier vessels so that immune cells can get in and release their stuff mm. that fights off the infection. Um, the downside of that is that you end up with what should stay in the vessels going into the space around the vessels. So you get really low blood pressure. Right. And that causes problems. So it causes shock. Oh, that's what causes shock. Well, there's a bunch of different types of shock, but there's sepsis and that can lead to septic shock. Right. Septic shock. Interesting. So if you, if you Google images of the, whatever the plague with sepsis, you see pictures of hands with blood pooled outside into extremities, and I guess that's kind of what's happening. Let me see. I, I know nothing about septicemic plague. Yeah, septicemic plague. Huh. Uh, I think the third type of plague is like a pneumonic or something. It's basically like a, a lung respiratory plague. Oh, okay. So you're talking about like the the three plague varieties. You're not talking yeah. about the, no, the no, no, outbreaks no, no. in history. No, I'm talking about like yeah. I see. Okay. But there's also three outbreaks in history. Yeah, that's what I thought you were going with. Um anyway, okay. So that's a review of the plague. <laughs> the Justinian one was kind of interesting. Um so it hit when Justinian, the emperor of the Byzantine Empire, was trying to reassemble 
the Roman Empire. The Western Roman Empire had fallen into various barbarian kingdoms. Christians assemble. Yeah. You know, it was the dream team. Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. (laughs) But uh, it didn't work. The Holy Spirit. (laughs) On your left. (laughs) Um, Basically, during this conquest, the plague hit, and so they kind of had to call it back. Uh, Apparently, Justinian also got sick, but he was also kind of a dick. Um, People were dying left and right, and uh, as you can imagine, when... 40% 40% of your population dies, your economy's not doing so well. So tax revenue fell. This guy was kind of a jerk, and he didn't care. I think he, like, actually increased taxes. Uh, there was not... It was a different time. There's no compassion. Well, no. how did their economic stimulus package work? Uh, I'm pretty sure guy handed you a couple coins and said go take those corpses and throw them in the in the river did they throw the corpses in the river really? i don't know well they're thought... saying like there were like five to ten thousand people died every day yeah during the peak um, of it yeah i i thought so i know during the black death they just burned a lot of bodies i think right but i don't know how they did it during the justinian plague but do you know where the the peak like the um the epicenter of the plague in uh european society was you're it started in death? central africa uh, no the justinian plague it started in central africa and Eurasia, then, like, right? spread from there yeah it spread to egypt the mediterranean and then it hit this place i'm gonna guess uh italy no oh. um it was it, it eventually became known as Istanbul. Oh! Constantinople? Now it's Istanbul. Oh, not Constantinople. Been a long time gone. Constantinople. <laughs> I, that, was the only, that, that was the end of that. I just wanted to lead to that line of, of back and forth. Yeah, Constantinople was the center of the Justinian play. Yeah. And then um, it sort of subsided for 800 years, and then in the yeah. 1300s came back. That's kind of weird. It subsided for a while. Because it never went away. And even now you... Yeah. It never goes away. Even now you still get sporadic cases of plague. Yeah. But now Where we have... Where does it go in between? I mean, there's rats, right? You can where it's needed it most. <laughs> It'll be back, Timmy. When we most need it. So what yeah. would happen if this were a pl- like a plague epidemic? If this were a plague? Yeah. It would be better if this were a plague because we have antibiotics. Right. Interesting. The problem with it being a virus like this is there's very few... Um, there, in general, there's a few viruses that we can cure. Um, there, we can cure hepatitis C... Mm-hmm. with antivirals we can control hiv and aids which is another pandemic that we could have talked about but um i mean everyone is pretty familiar with that right now i think so we can we can control hiv and prevent it from developing into aids with antiretroviral meds right and there's even AKA a chance a pile of money right <laughs> that's a deep that's a deep <laughs> cut i appreciate that one 
Um, there's a chance that HIV is curable. Um, there's two patients who have been cured of it completely. Oh, wow. Um, but they're, they're, we're not there yet. Like for those could just be flukes. But in general, it's uh, for respiratory viruses. I don't think off the top of my head, I know one that we have like a curative medicine for mm-hmm. because they're so they're they're weird right like so you get the flu you get the flu vaccine the flu mutates every year so there's a new vaccine every year mm-hmm. you get a cold that's a rhinovirus you don't you don't become immune to the next cold and even with coronaviruses you get infected and then you have antibodies against the viral proteins for a little while but usually after right. a couple of years they go away I don't know enough about the immunology behind this or infectious disease or virology to say why that is. But off the top of my head, I don't think there's a whole lot of actual treatments for respiratory infections. There's Tamiflu for flu infections mm-hmm. and that prevents, um, that, that prevents symptoms, right. but that's only effective like really early on in the course. So there's, there's not like a medicine you, you give like, oh, this person has the flu, let's give them this and they'll get better. It's mm-hmm. just supportive treatment while the body fights it off on its own. Right. And supportive treatment being keep them hydrated right. and um, make sure they're breathing okay. Right. And in really bad cases of viral infections, patients need to go to the intensive care unit and they might need to get intubated. And if they get intubated, they need to get hooked onto a ventilator. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing right now that there aren't enough ventilators. There aren't enough ICU beds, but there aren't enough ventilators mostly. Right. And that's what happened in Italy. They ran out of ventilators and they had to make decisions about, you know, right. Do I put this person on or do I put this other person on? Right. The person they don't put on dies. Yeah. Damn. Sophie's choice, but with all of Italy. Pietro's choice. <laughs> So during that whole thing, what I took from that is I'm an idiot because I didn't understand what you meant with rhinovirus at the beginning. I thought you were just talking about the rhino from Spider-Man, which you were, but I also didn't realize that was the common cold. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, but the rhino is also a Spider-Man villain played by Paul Giamatti in Amazing Spider-Man 2. Yeah. And I really think that's the more well-known rhino. That's true. Although one of the not one of the worst Spider-Man bad guys. In fact, the worst Spider-Man. Have we yeah. done Spider-Man movies as an episode? I, yeah, we definitely have. We should do another one. <laughs> oh yeah. All I know is oh, Into the Spider. <laughs> into the Spider-Verse. Great movie. Great movie. Want to call it out right now? Actually, came out about a year ago. A little over that. Yeah, and actually, um, Jake Johnson, the guy who played like Peter Parker in that, yeah, guy from New Girl. Yeah. Uh, he's been doing messages to children right now like as peter parker oh from that movie because like a lot of kids are anxious right now wow josh gad is doing that too he's olaf in the frozen movies but i mean he's josh gad so it's less impressive oh yeah yeah no one likes frozen (laughs) um so you're saying you wish this were the black plague instead of coronavirus Right, because we have antibiotics against bacteria for the most part, even really resistant bacteria. Huh. But we, I don't think that there's necessarily like 
a, a curative medicine for blues, there's options, but they haven't been proven yet. Okay, let me ask you this. What would, this is definitely like a, a curveball. What do you think would be more <laughs> destructive? Like a mutated new virus, a new mutated strain of virus, a resistant bacteria, or a man-made like pandemic? <laughs> probably probably man-made, right? Because like if you're smart enough to make the perfect something storm. like that, yeah, you're probably smart enough to make it resistant to everything we have. Oh my god. So how long do we have? Um I don't know, a day. Oh my god. How'd your kids, how'd your wife? <laughs> huh. Okay, so uh going back to the plague. The um, next one was the London one. Oh. oh actually sorry. There was one thing about the um the Black, Black Plague that I wanted to, yeah, the Black Death that I wanted to bring up, which, well, a couple things. Killed a quarter of Europe. That's People thought that it spread from miasmas, like vapors from corpses and stuff, mm -hmm. because they didn't, we didn't have, like, a good understanding of germ theory yet. And what else? The Renaissance, I think, happened as a direct result of it. Why? Just, like, creating the societal conditions, like, everyone... Um, everything going to shit, basically, and then that primed everyone to, like, lead into an age of enlightenment type of thing. Interesting. And then the last thing is that in Venice, infected sailors were held on their ships for 30 days, <clears throat> called a Trentino. Right. And then as the plague worsened, they increased it to 40 days, or a Quarantino, and that's where we get quarantine. Oh! Whoa, I didn't know that. Yeah, I thought that was fun. That is cool. Yeah, it's really comfortable. I mean, the plague in Venice, that seems like so <laughs> classic, right? Back where the we all started. The guys uh, those creepy masks. Oh, yeah, the plague doctors. Yeah. Hmm. As seen in Assassin's Creed too. Yeah, great game. Yeah. Um, there's, there's a bunch... Kotaku has a list of like games to not play right now. Assassin's Creed 2 is on it because of the Plague Doctors. Why would you not want to play that? I think it's like a it's like a tongue in cheek list. Oh, you could get triggered. It's like, yeah, it's like don't don't oh play Assassin's God. Creed 2. Don't play The Last of Us. Oh. Don't play uh, Plague Inc. <laughs> China actually banned Plague Inc. Early on during this. Really? Yeah. Huh. It was removed from the app store. Interesting. Um, Black Death. I feel like there is one other thing I wanted to say about it. Uh, I don't know. It'll come to me. Okay. Um, and then after the Black Death, there was, I think, an outbreak in London, but it wasn't huge, right? No. And then there, there was one more, like, close to 1900. That one I had no idea about. So it was like late 1800s, and apparently mm -hmm. it like ravaged China and India. Mm -hmm. I had no idea. And that's when they discovered the organism responsible because of that. By that time, right, they figured out like what was causing these sorts of diseases. Yeah, 
No, that's interesting. And so the guy who did it, uh, they named the bacteria after him. That's why it's called Yersinia pestis. George Pestis, huh? <laughs> yeah. Um, but this guy was pretty cool. Um, I think he was also responsible for early cholera vaccines. And oh, the he, cholera out, outbreaks, those are all in more pandemics we can talk yeah. about, but I just oh, don't dude, know anything love about cholera. them off the top of my head. Love cholera. <laughs> Give me some cholera. Mm. <laughs> Gotta nice have that Gatorade. Shake. <laughs> um, but anyway, this guy, um, can you, what is, okay, his name is like Yersin. I think he's a Russian scientist. Yeah, let me look it up. Oh, it was formerly called Pastorella pestis. Alexander Yersin, a Swiss-French physician and bacteriologist from the Pasteur Institute. Right. So, okay, so, oh, wait, wait, wait. I'm thinking of another guy. There's another guy. <laughs> There's another oh, guy wait, wait, wait. I'm of a <laughs> who did the cholera stuff, and he, no one believed him about vaccines at first, so he tested it on himself to prove that it would work, and it did. Everyone thought he was going to die. Oh, I remember learning about him in college. Yeah, and so he, tr name. he tried to come up with something for the plague, too, and I think it was moderately successful. Did it but, kill him? Uh, no, it didn't kill him, actually. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I guess it was the same concept. But that's not really used for bacteria, right? What, like, vaccines? Yeah. No, they or are. Is it? Okay. Well, yeah. shows how stupid I am. No, no. I mean, it, this is all like... It's like giving it's, it's your body it's a chance. It's esoteric stuff if you don't need to know about it all the time, you know? I feel like I need to know it all now. Everyone feels that. Man, I saw... I saw a video of like someone from high school on Instagram and they were like giving their dog a bath and the caption was, I coughed on my dog so I had to like clean him and I don't, I don't remember, like I, I wasn't too, too good of friends with this kid but I thought that was one of the stupidest things I'd ever <laughs> heard if, unless, unless it was a joke. I hope it was. I hope it was a joke. Okay. Maybe the dog just needed a bath. What if? What if this got transmitted from humans to dogs? That was a that was a fear early on. I remember there that they're like, stay away from your pets. In, You're sick. Yeah, there's this wo woman's dog in China that tested positive for it. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, but it never showed any symptoms. It was like a low grade infection. Whoa. And and then um, I think the World Health Organization and some other organization said later on, like after some testing, that actually. It can't be transmitted from humans to dogs, so your pets are safe. Okay, here's a serious question, but also kind of insensitive. What's up? Do you think people would be more sad if this was a dog pandemic than a human pandemic? Aww. <laughs> Aww. I think it's up for debate. In general, like, if you... I, I, to me, it, that's the equivalent of saying... Okay, no, that that's not the equivalent at all, but emotionally if you were like here a bunch of babies dying and exactly. a bunch of puppies a dying, bunch of kids. like things things that are innocent yeah that are just like good 
Yeah. I think people have an intrinsic sense of like, oh my god, that's sad. They didn't deserve it. Yeah. They had so much to live for. And I think that those jackasses so on like the Florida sniff. beaches and stuff who are still out partying. and partying and stuff. I think that part of the reason is because, well, A, they're jackasses. And yeah, they're going to Florida. Got to cut them some slack. It, it probably, they had a sense of like, oh, this is an old person disease. Like, yeah. oh, these people, and that's, that's A, that's not true. Right. A lot, a lot of the cases in the U.S. are people who are younger, which is unexpected. Right. Um, and that's probably because young people haven't taken it that seriously. Yeah, I heard an interesting, like, way of thinking of it. It's like, okay, even if you're a young person, we know this is, like, a pretty serious flu. Like, would you, would you be so cavalier about exposing yourself to the what like the worst flu you could have in your life just be like yeah fuck it i'm just gonna get the flu sorry uh like a really bad flu yeah, yeah. sure it sounds good like that's stupid just yeah people are dumb but also like i mean that's just from like the single person point of view where that's such a dumb concept yeah then there's obviously the spreading it to like a few different people yeah I don't know. No, there, no, there are vaccines for viruses. There's like the flu vaccine, and the only reason that doesn't give you long-term immunity is because the virus keeps mutating. Mm-hmm. It's like one of the most, um, what's the word, uh, versatile viruses that there are. Hmm. The H and the N are different proteins on the viral surface. Uh, and there are lots of different variations on those that change how effective the virus is. Okay. Um, so here's a phrase that I had heard a lot of times and never really understood mm-hmm. where it came from. You familiar with Typhoid Mary? I am vaguely familiar with Typhoid Mary. Fill me in. Okay, so she was a real person. <laughs> um, she was a cook from Ireland who came to New York, I think in the early 20th century. And what is it, like typhoid fever? Mm-hmm. Had it's a, sal- it's a type, subtype of salmonella. Okay, so yeah, she had that, but she was asymptomatic. But since she was a cook, she was spreading it to dozens of families who she would cook for, and they would like uh. die, <laughs> and she was fine. <laughs> And, uh, yeah. Uh, so that's where that comes from. You're like a jackass. I mean, she probably didn't know better from most of that. Yeah. Yeah. But you could be carrying it and not know. Yeah. That's, that's one of the theories for why it's hit Italy so hard right now is, um, I mean, a lot of different reasons, but one of the things is that a lot of young people live with families Oh. And a lot of young people are asymptomatic, and they're spreading it to the older people in their households. Interesting. Yeah. Good thing that in the U.S. we live a more, you know, broken lifestyle where we're all, we all have our phones, and that's all sure. that we really need. Who would have thought that our emotional degradation would protect <laughs> us? Well, thanks, Apple. Making the world um, a better place. What what else was I going to say? The 
Oh, God, I have no idea. I, I have no idea how long this is going to last. And I don't think anyone does. But I do know that I hope it's done by November because I'm really excited for uh, for No Time to Die. Oh. Yeah, speaking of which, you see Idris Elba got... Uh, he got what do you mean, speaking of which? He's not Bond. <laughs> but he will be. He might. That would be cool. But he yeah, might be I'm, too I'm, old now. Yeah. He's probably in his 50s, right? I don't know. Yeah, well, that that seems like a cool movie. Um, the name, the title, really stupid. And there's so a dumb. there's a what's the word? A theory, like a fan theory, floating around that part of the plot has to do with um, sort of releasing a a bioterrorism agent or something like that. I mean, that. if it's not, they still have time to change the plot. <laughs> they think just redo everything. Like done. No, the movie was done. And the, if there's and like a they... nuclear bomb, just like Photoshop. <laughs> coronavirus bomb <laughs> Rami Malek is like he's like attesting like virus things then like oh uh, never mind I have a bomb now. <laughs> that's my plot <laughs> Fast uh, and Furious 9 got delayed a year oh man the new mutants got delayed yeah well I know like a lot of concerts have been delayed too like I was... everything's delayed yeah yeah supposed to go to a concert in may and that's already been delayed i um i was supposed to go to a wedding in june that's been delayed damn in june mm-hmm. Taking and again chances. for posterity we're recording this on march 21st right interesting yeah <laughs> e3 got canceled and that's in the beginning of june oh wow i think the ps5 and xbox series x are also going to get pushed Wow, which is like well, that's like the supply. Granted, that's the too. lowest importance thing, but just like one of the many things that is happening. So, what do you think? Okay, here's an interesting concept. What do you think the knock-on effects from this this will be? Meaning, okay, we're all dealing with this outbreak and like the changes to our daily life that are associated with it. Mm-hmm. What's gonna stick? I think um, people are going to be a lot more hygiene conscious for a while. I don't think that's going to last. I don't think it's going to last, but I think at least for like a year or so, people will be a lot more wary of other people. Um, Because the other thing is once this initial wave ends, yeah there's a chance that there's going to be subsequent waves. Like we're going to see this for a really long time, but yeah, we're not, it's not going to be as, as much hopefully. Well, you know, it's interesting. The, apparently the Spanish flu, the second wave was the worst, was way worse. Yeah. So what wave. happened with the Spanish flu was there was that first wave, then it went away in the summer and then everyone was like, woo. <laughs> party on the Spanish beach in Florida. <laughs> Shotgun and white claws. Oh my god! For the long, <laughs> for about a week before all this shit really hit the fan here, we kept trying to find Coronas, and oh. like we couldn't find Coronas. Oh, that's interesting. Okay, so that was also what I was gonna ask. What businesses have suffered? So which many have businesses not? have suffered. So Corona, is... do you think uh, it's been good for Corona? 
Well, I think it was good for Corona. I think maybe Short now term. it's gotten a little too people serious. People are like, ooh, I'll go with the people, Modelo. <laughs> people are probably more like, uh, this was funny a week ago, but now that so much has happened, yeah. maybe people are like a little more, I don't know. Also, wow. Corona tastes like shit, so. It's horrible. Yeah. Oh my god, wait, the, the best thing I've seen so far from all of this is when Fast 9 got delayed. Um, the, the top comment on, on the Reddit thread was, you can have any virus you want as long as it's Corona. <laughs> Very nice. I don't really get it. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to vague it. <laughs> There's a there's a line in the first movie that's like Vin Diesel going like you can have any beer you want as long as it's a Corona. Oh, <laughs> that's my Vin good. Diesel. It's not very good. Uh, we don't know what the impacts are going to be. Like it's impossible to say. It's been good it for also Charmin, depends on how long. That's for sure. Yeah, I don't really understand that, but I am glad that. Coincidentally, I ordered a jumbo pack of toilet paper about a week before everyone freaked out. Just because I ran so, out. I was like, eh. I didn't realize I was going to run out. And then <laughs> I had three rolls left. And I kept trying to find some toilet paper last weekend. And the only place I could find toilet paper was this one little um, Asian corner shop. Because people are racist and they're like, oh, Asians. I don't want their toilet paper. You didn't break into <laughs> The college dorm room and steal giant rolls of toilet paper. Break Look, the locks that's open. That's always on the table. That's it's never. I'm never gonna rule it out. I remember those giant rolls, just broken up. They're like broken the half fly. Those are so bad. Those are awful. Basically, just wiping with your hand. Yeah. Well, that's another option, right? Is Japanese toilets. Um, is, that, is that Japanese? Bidets? I think, I think we could see a big, like, you should be buying stock in bidets, mm -hmm. Japanese toilet technology, like the new Toshiba toilet. Oh. <laughs> Squirt it right up in your butt. Wow. Never run Giant out of, you never need toilet paper again. Well, so my culture has apparently had an answer to this uh, toilet paper shortage for a while, which is a, a device called a lota, which is just a cup with a spout that you, you pour water over your ass and you wipe with your hands. <laughs> and you have to wipe with your left hand, which is why the left hand is that's why you don't dirtier. Eat with it. Yeah, that's why you don't eat with the left hand, honestly. So, yeah, I, I don't do that. I use toilet paper. <laughs> My dad tried to explain why you don't eat with your left hand at a polite, in polite dinner conversation once. And I had to tell him, you can't talk about that at dinner. <laughs> I don't think I've ever had a dinner conversation with my family where shit hasn't been brought up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, we'll all be okay, as long as uh, as long as we keep calm and keep listening to a serious series of utmost importance, the series. Yeah. Hey. As long as we're around next time, uh, <laughs> we will uh, provide an update in a future episode about uh i don't know we could do like a series of toilet papers oh that'd be good i mean all the charmin right yeah there's, there's uh very different types of charmin 
You know bounty? what an episode I actually... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, why are the Charmin bears a thing? How did bears become associated with wiping your ass? <laughs> I don't know. Well, it's like that dumb joke, right? Which one? About the bear shitting in the woods. Oh. <laughs> With a rabbit? Yeah. No, I don't get it. Tell me the joke. All right. So a bear is shitting in the woods and uh, came up to the rabbit and said, Hey, do you ever have a problem with the, the shit sticking to your fur? And the rabbit was like, No, I never have that problem. So the bear grabbed the rabbit and wiped his ass with it. And threw it <laughs> oh, that's way better than what I thought it was. I thought it was like something, some variation on if a bear shits in the woods and no one's around to no see it or it. something. Yeah. yeah. All right, uh, that's it for this time. No idea. No idea uh, why. Was, okay. <laughs> that's it for this time. Thanks for listening. Uh, yeah, wash your hands out there. Do not go to the club. Um, Florida, stay off the beach. Do better, Florida. Do better. Just do better. Be best. All right.